We all have paradigms and roadblocks that prevent us from excelling, and they can be real or imagined. Welcome to Beyond Bricks, a podcast that will give you the ability to break through those walls. Here's Dr. Nathan Unruh. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Beyond Bricks podcast. I am Patrick Lally, joined, as always, by Dr. Nathan Unruh, because he's, he's the face of the podcast. He's the guy you see. He's, as I say, he's the brains behind this operation. Dr. Unruh, I hate to talk about the weather. I hate people talking about the weather, but we've had great weather. It's yes. been wonderful lately. I'm feeling good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. You look fantastic today. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I'm getting outside. I got a little vitamin D. I yeah. feel good. Yeah, awesome. This podcast, really, we focus on customer experience, mm-hmm. mindset, the, the things that are important in your life, in your business, and I think that all those things are connected, right? That's uh, that's where we get to. It's all connected. And I think one of the phrases, one of the words that, that you've taught me uh, that you use a lot and I think encompasses this whole idea so much is affluence. Yeah. A-F-F-L-U-E-N-C-E, affluence. Not influence. Yeah. Not effluent, <laughs> yep, which yep. is a different thing entirely. Absolutely. Affluence. What does that mean to you? Well, let me ask you a question right back on yeah. that. So when you hear that word, mm-hmm. and this is what I usually get when I when I go talk to you, I want to say, so if I say the word affluence, mm-hmm. what do you think most people equate that to? Money. Money. Right. Yep. And I would contend it has a little bit to do with money, mm-hmm. but a whole lot to do with a whole lot of other things. Mm-hmm. So here's our definition of affluence. Affluence is a flowing towards an abundant supply of options to live the life that you desire. Hmm. Say it again. Affluence is a flowing towards an abundant supply of options to live the life that you desire. So key words there. Mm-hmm. Abundant supply, flowing toward, and options. Mm-hmm. So that means a life of affluence is not a one-size-fits-all. Patrick's life of affluence is different than Nathan's life of affluence. Mm-hmm. So it's a reflection of what, okay, a flowing towards, meaning you got to do something. It, you got to create flow in your life. And how do you create the flow in a direction to have an abundant supply of the options that you want as an individual in order for you to live the life that you desire? So, what does that mean? What does that all include? Well, a life of affluence really is all the resources and assets in all possible forms. So all the resources and assets in all possible forms. In all forms. possible forms. And I think that's key point there. Huge, right? huge. So yep. things like this, cash. Yep. Okay, there's money. So investments, ownership interest, land, your family name, mm-hmm. your reputation, your integrity, your wisdom, your relationships the depth and breadth of those relationships, your experiences, your intellect, your health, and also the education of family. So if you pull all those apart, maybe one of those means more to you Mm -hmm. than me or vice versa. So if we look at health, how do I want my health to be? How do I have an abundant supply of health, if you will, mm-hmm. to live the life that I desire. And how do I flow towards that? See how it changes my decision making then? Yep. I better eat right, I better think right, I better, I better start moving right. Mm-hmm. 
all those choices I make, my family name, how do I protect that? How am I flowing towards an abundant supply of options as it relates to my family name? So again, when you pull that apart, you look at that, you've got to define what you want for your own affluent lifestyle. Some people, I, I, I like this, this analogy, we talk about the when I syndrome. I'm going to be happy when I, mm -hmm. right? It happens since we were little kids. Absolutely. So we say, okay, when we're born, we start to crawl. Well, I'm going to be happy when I can walk. So we can walk, I'm be happy when I can run. Well, I'm going to be happy when I get to go to school. I'm going to be happy when I get to go to high school. I graduate from high school, I get to go to college. I get married. I buy my first house. Mm -hmm. I get the house now with the white picket fence. I buy the car that I want. Mm -hmm. It's always, I'm going to be happy when I. Right? Absolutely. Which I would contend, how about be happy today with exactly where you're at? And once you get to that point, that's an affluent lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want something to change in your life and you want to and you want to paint the picture of a different life, you've got to be flowing towards that to have an abundant supply. So that means for me, for my for part of my affluent lifestyle, it was important for me to pay for my kids' education. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm going to do things and make sacrifices in order to do that. So when they start off in life, they don't have the school loan debt. Now, and I don't have anything against people that say, no, I'm going to make my kids pay for their education. Mm -hmm. That's different. That's their affluent lifestyle. Mine isn't right and somebody else's is wrong. But again, what is most important to you? That's the life you desire. That's the life that you desire. And that affluent lifestyle is different for everybody. I got a friend of mine who said, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm going to go and move to New Zealand and I'm going to live in a, in a small house by the beach and I'm going to surf. That's what he wanted. Mm -hmm. That's what he did. And that's his affluent lifestyle. Yeah. I had another friend did the same th type of thing. Again, but then I can tell you the flip side. I got another friend that says, I got a desire to be a billionaire. Right. So that's how he's trying to chase after what he calls as a billy hunter, huh. right? I'm going to be a billy hunter. So, yeah. so again, what what is it? And, right. and if you land there someday, unfortunately, too many people, they go, ooh, yeah. uh, this isn't what I expected. And that goes back to the when I syndrome. Yeah, you never really figured out what it was that you were chasing, right? right? Even if you want to be a billionaire, and that's yeah. what you're chasing. Now, for me, I contend, you're gonna to get to that billion and look around and wonder what you've done if that's all you did was chase that. But if that's it was not, only about the number. Right, because right. that's not right. affluence. Yeah. Right? That's right. Right? And I like yeah. the fact that when you when you include all these things, right? Starting with cash, right? Yeah. And your reputation and all these things, that each one of those is an area that you can examine. Right. Right? I mean you have to you talked about health. Yeah. I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do yeah. this. Yeah. Well, you have to do that with each one of those. And it's a way to measure where you are. That's right. Right? And, I mean, you could go through and give yourself a score of 1 to 10 on all of them. And, you know, it wouldn't mean anything on the other end. But right. you, it's the exercise of it. Yes. And uh, I think that's kind of a, uh, it's a really good guide. But it all wraps up then. Yes. Into affluence. Absolutely. And uh, I really like how you've developed everything around that. Yeah. So let's go. Let's talk then. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. Defined it pretty well. Mm -hmm. So I feel that there's three key components mm -hmm. or characteristics 
of somebody living an affluent lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And we like to call them the H3. It's heart, humility, and hustle. Mm -hmm. So heart. A person living in an affluent lifestyle is going to lead from their heart, not their head. And when they lead from their heart, it's about a give first mentality, not a take first. What can I give way beyond anything that I get? Mm -hmm. So we talk about the law of exchange. I want to always be giving more than I'm taking. So when you're looking at a life of affluence, you're looking at somebody who's a giver, right? The Go-Giver is a great book to read yeah. about this and the five laws of that. So I'd recommend anybody to pull that, pull that apart. But I think, you know, another great example of an example of heart would be Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus was a great example when he took his 12 disciples who were a bunch of misfits, if you read about them. Mm-hmm. And when he came together with them, the first thing he did was wash their feet. Now, it's Jesus. He didn't need to wash their feet. But he did that as a sign of servant leadership. He was giving. No matter where you're at. I know a business owner here in where we live. A very successful business owner. It was not uncharacteristic to see him out on the front lawn picking up trash. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's just his way of saying, I'm going to do whatever I need to do. And is leading by example. Giving. Constantly find ways to give. That's somebody with living an affluent lifestyle I'm telling you I've met so many of them and I love studying this they have that characteristic of heart just a big heart and sometimes people think that's donating money right and it kind of is but I think the more uh, better expression of it are the things you give of yourself totally. right? the actions that you do yes. and I think that's more that's the heart yeah, and, and I, I like what you said. People think of money. It's mm-hmm. not just money. It's a component of money. And I would even contend this. Most of those people, it's time. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about time, treasures, and talents, right? The treasure is the money point. But, mm-hmm. you know, God's made us in such a way that we all have different skills, abilities, and talents. How do you use them to give? I think that's a key component. And I think this, if you're only giving... To get your statue out in front of the place <laughs> that's probably not the right mindset that's not what we're talking about yeah why what's the why so let's move to the second one so yeah. i think we beat that one up heart's good Heart, heart's good heart's <laughs> good so starts the, the, the next one is humility yeah humility is a big one and in humility in my definition is if i gotta be the smartest guy in the room i can change room mm-hmm. and we talked about that a lot yep Humility is having an expanded mindset, an expanded mindset to learn more. They're like I love what Walt Disney said. You know, when the people say, think outside the box. Well, Walt would say, you know what? There is no box. That kind of mindset. What are the next possibilities? And having a humble mindset says, I am going to be a learner, lifelong learner. I'm going to learn from every human being I come in contact with. I don't care who that human being is. I don't care what they do. I can learn something. I can take something away, good or bad, to help craft my own affluent lifestyle. What I read, the people that I'm around, how am I investing back in myself? That's humility. Humility is being able to quiet the ego. One of my favorite books, Ego's Anatomy by Ryan Holiday. You know, he talks about ego is usually the biggest thing that gets in our way. 
and I would contend is the biggest thing that can get in our way of living an affluent lifestyle. Take for instance relationships. Mm -hmm. If I allow my ego to get in my way, I can't go deeper in relationships, whether it be with my wife or with my kids. And I've had to learn that the hard way by burning out some relationships. And it's still a struggle, it's still a battle. How do you quiet the ego? And that's humility. That's And for me, that's, I think that's been the biggest growth area for me personally, is ego mm -hmm. and humility. And really listening and learning. I, I, I think that's one of the most important things you said in there, mm -hmm. that lifelong learning. Mm -hmm. Because it's hard. Oh, it's hard. If you're somebody with a with a big ego, yeah, um, I think it. I've been there, right? Yeah, you start to believe your own Story. press releases. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and I think that that's that's a life lesson that anybody who's really affluent, as you said, yeah. happy, whatever, yeah. they learn that somewhere. I, I agree. Usually the hard way. Yeah. So, and, and I love this though. When I ask somebody, you don't know. Ego gets in our way. And the when I hear this statement out of people's mouth, mm -hmm. I have no ego. <laughs> Ego's not my problem. I'm going, just by that statement yes. alone, Yes, it's telling me you got an ego. The reality is this. I don't care who's listening to this right now. Yep. We all got it. Mm -hmm. We all have an ego. Mm -hmm. How we check it, how self-aware we are, that emotional intelligence component, the ability to be self-aware, be self-regulatory of that, that's the key. Yeah. So that's humility. So we pulled that apart. Let's take yeah. the last one. Hustle. I use, like this analogy. I'm from South Dakota, so I like uh, using the analogy in the winter times. People always laugh at us for living in South Dakota, Patrick, but <laughs> I still think that it's one of the best places on earth because yep. of the people who live here, but we have some harsh winters. And in the wintertime, I always will use this example to talk about hustle. It's if you have a car and that car in the middle of January, when it gets below, yeah. who knows, 20 below with wind chill, 30 below or whatever yeah. plus, if that car only started seven out of 10 times, would you keep that car? Mm. No. No. But yet that's somewhat kind of the effort we give. And think we're doing good. And think we're doing good. Well, a seven out of 10, that's a C. That's average. Mm -hmm. So if your hustle muscle and you give yourself a seven or an eight, that's gonna to equate to what your results you're getting. So my question always is, is that how do we get you to a 10? But then the next question comes out of a lot of people's mouth, well, you know, Dr. Runner, I'm just not passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And then my next question is, well, tell me, explain to me what passion is. Well, it just feels good. It's blissful. That ain't not passion. <laughs> passion is the willing to suffer for. So how bad do you want it? How bad are you willing to suffer? How bad are you willing to do the things in the shadows in order to have greatness? So I think when you pull those apart, you can look at your hustle muscle, you've gotta look at humility, mm -hmm. and you've gotta look at your heart, mm -hmm. H3. Mm -hmm. Those characteristics will help you define and wrap around your own personal affluent lifestyle. And then that creates that flowing towards that abundant supply of the options to live a life that you desire. That's the takeaway for today. Three H's to the affluent lifestyle. Uh, Dr. Unruh loved it.
Loved it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Patrick. And as always, we'll be back again next week with another edition of Beyond Bricks. And in the meantime, a couple mindsets we'll be posting up there for you in this podcast. Look for those a couple times a week. So thanks, everybody. See you next time. You can find more thoughts on how to move beyond bricks at drnathanunruh.com. 